idea. <laughs> Why? It's gonna go bad. No, it's gonna be just fine. I don't know. I don't know. Your part's up. You're doing it. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and uh, practice hmm. from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I am the lead pastor, that is the preaching pastor at Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jim Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Man. What's up, man? How you doing? I am doing good. Are you doing good? Yeah. yeah. All right. Everything's going well for me. Yeah, me Firing too. Firing in all cylinders. And... Yep. All two of them. Yeah, yeah, they're going really... You are like a little two-stroke little moped. That's why... You know what? Two-stroke. That's your new nickname. You know, I uh, I understand the annoyance that mm. you have uh, after what? watching my kid play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and even from the side, I'm like, quit sauntering! <laughs> <laughs> he just... No, wait. No, hey, hustle! Oh, got... Hustle! Oh, the hustle. That's my thing. Now, now you got to explain to everybody, your son's team made the playoffs. Yeah. What against all odds. And by all odds, I mean with no skill. So this is like a, this is like bad news bears sort of thing. This is you with, know what? with less cussing, I'm, I'm guessing. Cur- yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. Did not expect it. So, um, so you know, you uh, you worst forsook, te- you forsook the assembly yeah. on the Lord's Day well, uh, because we had the finals. Yeah, you, you had the, 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 what they call the finals. Well, yeah, because it They're was not the, playoffs. It, it was a no. We already so it was a tournament weekend. Okay, and none of us anticipated we'd be at the championship. Right, game. I knew this. Even one of the coaches, uh, who is a pastor at a church in Mill Creek, mm, he didn't. Uh, he, he was didn't not pl- ready for this. No, he didn't plan on someone else preaching because. We ain't making that. So you guys made the playoffs. Oh no, you made the finals. I don't yeah, know. the champ. We went to the championship game. This is why I hate baseball. Just have one game. If you win that game, you're over. That's how the <laughs> that's how the Super Bowl is. You get to the Super Bowl, you play the Super Bowl. You don't have like a, like all these games. You gotta- First of all, yes, you do because you have the playoffs. You've got yeah, but then you have the Super Bowl. Correct. In baseball. And that's what I just had. The championship game. But no, no, no. Like in baseball, like the World Series. Yeah. It's like seven games. Yeah, best of seven series. Yeah, yeah. That, that's wrong. It's the wrong way to do it. It's the wrong one way. Game, one game. Anyway, so we had one game. Okay. And uh, surprise, we made it. Yeah, so you made it there. Yeah. And uh, how'd it go? How, what was, I, I know basically what happened. What was the score? I can't remember. Oh, man. Dude, 17 to zero. It's like a football score. Yeah, oh, my goodness. <laughs> 17 to zero. So your kids, your team beat the other team 17 to zero. No, no, no. The other way around. Oh, <laughs> so they really shouldn't have been there. No. Oh, well, and here's the thing. Technically, neither should have the other team. Because mm. we were the silver division. Okay. And for this tournament, this team that had been in the gold division all season yeah. competed at the silver division and walloped everybody, like 22 oh, to 5, okay. stuff okay. like that. Now- when they told us they were coming down on th- last Thursday, none of us as parents cared because we were like, we ain't going to see them. Yeah. And then we saw them. You're like, oh. So I knew it was going to be bad when <laughs> during warmups, our kids are just like trying to figure, like, coach is like, alligator for those that are <laughs> glove on the glove on the ground, yeah. alligator. Yeah, I know alligator. that move. Yeah. Okay. That's what our coaches are yelling to our kids. <laughs> and I'm watching them practice. Doubles. Like double, triple plays and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Double plays, triple plays. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? And not like we're like, they only had two or three kids. Each, so I, I was watching like at second base, I were at shortstop. And then uh, at first base, they had like three kids deep each. Right. And they're just like going, it was, they were just. Look good. It looked real good. And I'm just sitting there going, yeah. And then your team's out there like picking their nose. Alligator. And- <laughs> Alligator. <laughs> 
And like, and then their team, they had a uh, 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 table, like a snack table. Yeah. With all this food for their Ooh. kids and the parents. Well, yeah, it's, it's the finals. And all this music, like in between innings, they had a boom box. And they're like playing songs and dancing in the dugout. As you should. And we're just sitting there like, so I had some bourbons that I was giving to the coaches as thank ah, yous. Right. I almost busted it out. I was like, yeah. I might have to take out one of the bourbons right now mm. and get through this. So at the end of the game, Cohen's like, so uh, huh. yeah, they're saying uh, those kids were in the gold division. They shouldn't have, you know, played against us. Like, hey, 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 hey. Doesn't matter who you play. Like, you take your lumps like a man. You lost. But now you should look and say, that's what I want to play like. Because that's Mm. that's a team. That's that's the skill level you need to get to. So if you're going to continue playing baseball, don't be looking at it as an excuse saying, oh, they were a better team. Yeah. Yeah, they're a better team. Become that team then. Yeah, but they can't. So, yeah. Well, one of our kids probably could. <laughs> His name is Dylan, and he saved us. Dylan, that's a that's a that's an athlete name. Dylan, yeah, Dylan's the captain of the football team. He's the Dylan was a beast. Does baseball have a captain? You have a captain of the baseball team. Yeah. So here's the thing. You don't know, do you? Well, no. Yeah, you do. You have a captain of the you baseball. Have little team? captains, whatever. You don't know. You have okay. leaders. Oh, okay. So, anyways, but Dylan, Dylan, he was a beast on the mound right. at the plate. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm gonna get. We never should have gotten to the finals. But you did. Only because of Dylan. Okay. So Dylan. Dylan. And then my kid, who can't swing. Uh, no, he just, he just can't. No. He just can't. Uh, and I'm not trying to make fun of him. But no. he, he figured out. He's like, the probability that this kid is actually going to throw strikes is low. Oh. So I'm just going to stand here. All right. Yeah. Get some balls. And, yeah. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep going to the deck. He's yeah. like, I'm just going to take my base every yeah. single time. And then I taught him. Don't back away. You get hit. Get hit. Take the hit. And make yourself big. Turn. Right. Mm-hmm. Turn. Turn. That is big. Yeah. And get, take Just your stay hit. in the box. And then boom. Take your yeah, hit. The first time he got hit after I told him, you're going to have to take that hit. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's walking, sauntering down the, the baseline. Crying. And he's just staring at me going, I hate you. Oh, like, how right. dare you? I'm like, no, no, no. You take you're it. Fine. You're good, buddy. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. 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 Uh, come on. I know. You probably hit him harder than that at home. Be... <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. Mm, hmm. Not so mm. funny. Hey, heads up to everybody. Um, I am going to be preaching in St. Louis on November 2nd with Plant Midwest. There's a oh, big gathering are they going paying, on. Are they paying for this? Yeah. Well, they're paying me. Oh, what? I got to give me my plane go ticket. Ahead, go ahead. Do so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're in St. Louis, come and check it out. Plant Midwest. Plant Midwest. Yeah, man. Hey, did you see that? uh, By the way, if you're wondering what we're going to talk about, we have no idea because uh, it has been. You know, there's actually kind of a preview episode for people. Do you want to do you want to talk about how there's a preview? Okay, we are going to launch a second podcast. Yeah, but details on that are forthcoming. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it is just it is going to be this. It's it's going to be basically this us talking about whatever we want to talk about, and uh, so so stay tuned for that. That I, this I is going to be by November they're going to know. About yeah, it. it's going to be like what we were like before the podcast. Yeah, before the fame and the fortune. No, no before no, the accolades and the alligator. No, how we were at the cigar shop. Yep, talking over whatever, mm-hmm. and people were saying you should do a podcast, and then we did a podcast and became organized. Yes. It'll yes. be less organized. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep doing our normal thing. But today, and the reason we're doing this is because um, 
It has been one of those days and one of those weeks really where yeah. um, you guys know we each can put about six hours a week into the podcast. Yeah. I think that's we're, we're going to be less than zero hours because um, we just haven't had time. And uh, mm -hmm. today has been so busy meeting, meeting, meeting and all this stuff. So yeah, we're just going to talk about things that are on our minds, things that are exciting like us, things like that it. are bothering us. I like us. it. I like it. I like it. Mm -hmm. Finally. Yeah. Let's do this. Just chilling. All right. Go ahead. You got the first one. Well, I tried to talk about Plant Midwest and you wouldn't let me. No. They, I'm excited about no, that. No, they're not paying November me. November 2nd. They're not paying me. They're paying me. But where's my cut? I am your cut. No. Why are they taking money out of my wallet? <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke that nobody's going to understand. <laughs> yeah, but I almost got you right there though, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> all right. So one of the things that you and I have been talking a lot yep. about, um, and we've even addressed it at our church, is this whole idea of... Why why doesn't the church, and specifically our church, Redeemer Fellowship, yeah, um, but many other good churches, why doesn't the church do or say mm. fill in the blank? Could be yeah. anything, right? Well, give give me an example. Why isn't the church talking more about social justice issues? Uh, because we racist. Continue. <laughs> Next. <laughs> why isn't the church defying all? Governor's mandates? Because uh, we're wimps. Continue. Okay. okay. Um, why doesn't the church care about abortion enough to organize weekly, regular protests, sit-ins, and uh, counseling at abortion clinics? I'm, I'm not going to interject a joke right there. Oh, see. That, that one, one, I, I, I can't. That's pretty I can't. serious. No, that one's a very serious one. So this, it's it, the it, murder it, of children. I cannot It joke. is. It, abso it absolutely is. So this happens to a lot of churches, right? Especially today. Because um, in the past, I think by and large, many churches could get away with focusing on the gospel. Yeah. Preaching the truth, making disciples. But... Today, it's a lot harder because the stakes are, in some senses, higher. Yeah. Um, so I had to turn off that light because I was hitting the buzz. Buzzing. I was hearing the buzz. Buzzing. So now, now we're sitting it's, in the dark. It's kind of cool. Yeah, no? it, it is because now I can't see that ugly shirt you're Dude, wearing. Dude, my shirt. This is on point. Oh, I'm going to take a picture of that shirt. You take a picture of it. That literally looks like the bedspread on my dead grandma's bed. That's where I got it from. Oh, is that really? That's oh, where I, I recycle. It. Yeah. 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 Reuse cycle. Okay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it glowed up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's just talk a little bit about this because we've actually had um, some people, you know, ask us very kindly. Mm -hmm. Hey, why and, then, it... and then not kindly, but and continue. Some, we, well, listen, uh, we have had uh, over the past, you know, what, since March, we've had a few families actually transition out of our church. And these are people that we love, care about. They love us. They care about us. But at some point along the way... Um, they said they it's going to be better for them, a better mm. fit for them to go to a different church. Yeah, yeah. And in some cases, it really is probably just you know what this church is closer to us. We know those people. We love yeah, them. Absolutely. Yep. And but it makes in other, sense. In other cases, it's I think it's fair to say that there are some um, social and political ideologies mm. that they are mm. interested in, mm. invested in, ah, idolizing in. Yes, I wouldn't say that. But uh, maybe, I don't know. But I, I do think that there are people that have transitioned out. And we, I think this is happening in a number of churches where social causes, social issues, mm. and politics are increasingly uh, drawing hard lines of separation between brothers and sisters when, in my estimation, they, they probably shouldn't. 
Mm-hmm. Hmm. For example. For example. Go ahead. I have, I have some thoughts, but I want to let you go first. What? Because, like, let's just say, um, you know, we're talking about the um, Black Lives Matter. All right, go. Okay. So... I, th- I think you and I are on the same page. Yeah. Um, we don't spend our time. Well, I mean, we're not founders, so we don't spend our days talking about stop. Black Lives Matter. Stop, stop, stop. But, um, or BLM. But uh, I think I think we are on the same page. The sentiment, the idea, Black Lives Matter is good and important. Yes. All right. And uh, why, I know why I would say, why would you say Black Lives Matter as a sentiment, as a phrase, as an idea is important and worth saying? I think it's worth saying because I, I do think there has been a history uh, where black lives did not matter. Mm-hmm. And I think we want to affirm uh, the the image of God, the imprint upon them that that at, at their humanity, that they do matter. Right. And and not only do we have this his, history of of overt racism and whatnot yep, in our yep. country, even today, well, of course, racism does still exist today. And we can debate the merits of arguing for systemic racism. Uh, but regardless, uh, African-Americans and minorities uh, are asking the question, do black lives matter to y'all? Because for many of them, it doesn't feel like they do. And so since the question is being asked, um, we ought to answer that question. And this is why I personally don't like the response, all lives matter, to the question, do black lives matter? Mm-hmm. Because, well, yes, all lives matter. The question is very specific. Uh, can you say that black lives matter? Not we're forcing you to say, not uh, you must say, but do Black Lives Matter? And so as a sentiment, as an idea, I think it's good. Jimmy thinks it's good to say something like Black Lives Matter. Yes, I don't need to respond to Black Lives Matter with All Lives Matter because I'm a Christian. Yes, All Lives Matter. But I want to say it um, if the opportunity arose because it does. So what do you think, though, of the organization? <laughs> no, let's, let's, I mean, yep. let's talk about okay, it. So on there's one a difference between yep. the ideology and yep. the sentiment and yep. there's... And, and, what I see personally, mm-hmm. uh, and you got to be careful because you white, right? Yeah, I'm so, super white. Yeah, so go ahead. <laughs> On go ahead because, uh, but to them, to you know, I'm I'm not the right minority, so right. maybe maybe I can't say certain things yeah. either. But whatever. Well, I, I will I will say this um, in the um, sociological hmm. sushi smorgasbord. I am super white tuna. Mm, okay, yes, yes, I, yes. Um, I have major, major philosophical, moral, and spiritual problems with the organization Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like many organizations and and uh, and uh, interest groups or whatever. It, it, I think that one would fall into the camp of an evil ideology uh, based on what I have read from them. So I certainly wouldn't claim to know everything about them, but what I have read from their website about what they're about, um, the organization I have major problems with, don't like the Black Lives Matter organization, do love the sentiment that Black Lives Matter. But then in the middle of that, you got the movement itself. Mm-hmm. Now the movement, well, that, that's pretty diverse, I think. It's, you know, it's, there's, there are people in the Black Lives Movement that are good people, and I, I like what they're doing and saying, mm-hmm. and there are other people that are very much with the ideology behind the organization that I would disagree with. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely that that oppressive nature of it, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the, the marching down the streets, uh, the rioting, the destroying of people's homes, the uh, forcing others to to kneel or to raise their fist or <laughs> like it, it, it's to me, it's it's I, I, I cannot personally, I could not go with that at no all. And I, and I couldn't stand by. And and like if I like, like I said, I, I agree with the sentiment Black Lives Matter because they do matter. Yep. Um, but the ideology 
and the way the group conducts itself or members of the group. And you could say mm-hmm. members of the group, except yeah. the organization itself supports that. Yeah. Right. So let's, let's go ahead and find, we want to, we want to define our terms and mm-hmm. define the, the, where we stand on certain things. So if you want an audience and you want a voice to be able to say, well, hold on, black lives matter, then you need to personally separate yourself from that movement. Or at least from the organization, right? At least. And that aspect of the movement, though. Right. Yeah, that, the they're, aspect they're, of the movement. Because Absolutely. that part yeah. is together. Yes. That, yeah. A hundred percent. And and it really is, like, listen, I, I love, I actually love America. Now, there are parts of America that I hate, but I love the idea yeah. of America. And we call that Mississippi. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> so um, there, there's so much to like about the ideology of America yeah. that, that, you know, has, has, has developed and grown. Um so I, I, th- I think it's like what I would say is protesting is peaceful protesting, disagreeing, voicing your opinion. Mm. That's great. Wonderful. I yep. love that. I'm good with that. Protest, peaceful protest, whatever. I'm all about it. Even if I disagree, cool. Do your thing. Yep. You uh, have a right to do that. But bullies? Here's no. the thing. Like I used to get bullied and beat up as a little kid. And um, that that's terrible. That, that does not feel good. And, and um, then you were the bully, no, right? No, 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 no. Joey. I, nope. I'm too little to be a bully. Mm. No, um, honestly, oh, never mind. The few fights that I got in in high school were when I saw a bully picking on a little kid. Oh, then I jump in because I can't. I hate the idea of bullying, mm-hmm. and so, um, so, and again, bullying is the wrong word. It's 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 too small of a word. But I hate racism in every form, mm-hmm. prejudice mm-hmm. in every form. And mm-hmm. while I may not be racist, I don't believe that I'm racist. I certainly am prejudiced from time to oh, time. Oh, according to some, ways. you are. You, you, you are racist <laughs> because of your whiteness. Yeah, continue. Yeah, I, I don't buy that. But but ser- certainly we do need to recognize that we are prejudicial and there is racism and all of that. Um, I don't like bullying or bullies and racism is certainly not, it's much more than bullying. But uh, then to, to come back and to, and, and to force people to say the right thing or the catchphrase, I mean, we were talking about this recently, like, because um, we've seen it happen on, on YouTube, right? We've seen it happen from afar. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people basically holding up cars or people at restaurants and saying, raise your fist and say Black Lives Matter. Now, you and I just got done saying Black Lives Matter. We like the sentiment. Mm-hmm. We think it's a good thing to say. If somebody tells you, Jimmy, to raise your tiny little baby fist, Jimmy has a very small hands. And um, no, they're beautiful hands. They're, they're so big. They're, they're very beautiful. They're beautiful. They're diminutive. Mm. So um, Jimmy can't even palm a golf ball. That's how small they are. That if was some, good. If somebody well says, well, you can because only because the dimples in it, though. Um, <laughs> if somebody tells you you have to do it, mm-hmm. I know you're not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. You can't make me no, do I'm it. I'm not going to do it. And so like there's this this bullying aspect and that, you know, when it comes to you know, destruction of people's property, mm-hmm. the, the restriction of people's rights um, in either direction is wrong. We stand mm-hmm. against that. So, uh, so yeah. I also stand against the sentiment that uh, because, it, and again, this is some in the movement, some in the organization, right? Right. That a, the African-American is the only minority that really matters in this discussion. Sure. Right. Uh, Ask and, the Native Americans how they feel about the discrimination that they face. Well, and it was funny because I'm having a conversation with people that have disagreed with you and I. Mm-hmm. Right. And these are God-fearing people. Yeah. You know. Um, and it was like, it was almost like essentially my, me being a minority, my voice didn't matter anymore. My because. voice doesn't matter because I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not black enough mm. or I wasn't minority enough. Is it, does I'm your, not brown enough. Does your minority voice not matter 
because you're only half Guatemalan or because you don't say the right thing? I think it's because I don't say the right thing yeah. because there are other individuals that are, uh, um, that aren't even like minority at all, like Sean White. Like Sean, <laughs> <laughs> like there's other people. I mean, but no, there's. But they say the right thing, you know. In the, they're correct, accepted. but there's there's other people that that are uh, uh, mixed, right? Right. Uh, white and Hispanic, or mm-hmm. white and African, you know, uh, and white and black, and because they're saying the right thing, mm-hmm. it's fine. So okay, so we 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 brought up BLM, or I brought up Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. as an idea because we might have people in the church who disagree on the degree to which Black Lives Matter is good or bad. And so you're going to have differences of opinion on aspects of, of politics and social causes and issues. And I'm, okay, I'm actually okay with people having different opinions yeah. and ideas and disagreeing on these things because as a church— we are centered on the truth of the gospel yeah. and the, the the confession of faith. So, so long as we can agree on like our confessional standards, as long as we can agree on the gospel, mm-hmm. then these other disagreements, even if there is inconsistency in how we're seeing things connect, uh, we can still move forward and demonstrate unity as brothers and sisters. However, when the uh, issues, social causes and whatnot are destroying the gospel or fighting against the confession mm. of faith, well, then we do have a problem that we have to address. Matthew 18, yes. Why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. You essentially just... I uh, am not... You essentially just sided with Owen. Who, I am not... Listen, I'm hoping... I reached out to Owen. Owen Strahan. Oh. Uh, and um, I'm hoping he's going to come on. Yeah. I want him to come on the podcast and yep. talk. Mm-hmm. So hit him up on social media, guys. Tell him. Tag us. Tag him. Now, say, why do you come. want? Why do you want Big O on the podcast? Because of uh, uh, those recent sermons, those messages. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said a few things, and, and we're getting tagged in them. We're getting tagged. I don't know why. Uh, but the honestly, uh, I was sharing with Joe. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone through all eight. I haven't gone through all of them, uh, and I probably won't. But uh, there are a few that I definitely want to go through, yeah. and I've been already started and going through. And honestly, at this point, I'm not disagreeing with this man. Right. And this is what something that I want to say very bold. That man was very bold. Really? Yes, absolutely. He was bold, direct, clear. Absolutely. Unequivocal. Hands down. Is it bold if you're saying it to a bunch of people who agree with you? Um, I still think it's bold knowing. Listen, this guy gets Mm. a lot of hate online. Oh, yeah, he does. So not just because he's tiny. Not just because. It's not just height. And I mean, listen. The uh, the hate Owen fan club that Joe uh, is. I am not a of. part of. I like Owen. <laughs> oh, I thought we were playing. I thought no, were I like Owen. I like Anyways. Owen. Anyways, <laughs> I'll play it around. But nonetheless, um, listen. Yeah, he's gonna. What things that he says are gonna be taken and they're gonna be thrown out there. Uh, ever since like the whole, um, uh, what was the the man, uh, I can't remember the name of the organization he was. What are you talking about? Biblical manhood. Oh yeah. You know all he mm-hmm. he. He stood hard line there as well, and he got yeah. a lot of flack for that. He said some dumb things. He yes, but he also said a lot of right. <laughs> he things. did. He did okay. some great things too. And, and so what I'm, but I'm just saying, the man was bold. It was being videoed. He knew it'd be shared, and he himself shared and doubled down on it online. Yeah. So yes, I understand. It's not really bold to say things to people that already agree with you, but you know, you're you're going opening yourself up for those that disagree with you. I just don't know if it's bold if there isn't any real world consequence for saying them. Really? Yeah. How's it bold then? Maybe. 
I could be wrong. Listen, and again, I'm not. I haven't listened to. I'm going to listen to Owen's stuff. Yeah, and then listen, we're I, talk I actually it. thought it was very clear, concise. But, but I guarantee so Owen, 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 he ain't coming on the podcast. He might not. I, I hope he does. I hope but he does. I don't think he will. I hope he does. Nah, okay, he ain't coming. Why? He's not going to do it. Why? Oh, because you're saying he's a coward? No, no, not at all. Or we're I'm, just not big time. We're I just, just I don't, th- I don't think he has an assistant that can hold the phone for him. Because he's got those little hands. I don't think he can hold the phone Why? to Skype in. Why are you doing God, that? Tiny hands. His hands are tinier than yours, Jimmy. Yeah. You've got T-Rex <laughs> arms and hands I'm hoping on he comes a brontosaurus on. body. I'm hoping he comes on. I do want to talk to him. It would be good. Uh, I, I really, really, so far, mm-hmm. so far, I haven't gone through them all yet, people. Um, but so far, I'm... I'm, I'm well, I find, here's what I find. I find that a lot of the people that I agree with, ideologically, politically even... Um, philosophically, I mean, obviously theologically, all that's great, but I'm talking about in these, in these current issues, oftentimes I agree with people mm-hmm. and I still don't find myself interested in aligning with them. Some of them, I should say, I don't want to align myself with some of them because of the way that they interact with other people, especially yeah. brothers and sisters in the Lord. I think and I agree with that. And yeah. that goes both ways. Like, listen, there yeah, are, I agree with you on that. We've got crazy on both sides. Yeah. You and I have really good conversations with classic liberals and classic conservatives. Yeah. Um, it, like that, there are philosophical differences and ideologies there, but there's a sameness to the argument. Once you get to the far left and the far right, people start to uh, lose their marbles a little bit and yeah. they become not just far less tolerable, but far less helpful. You know what is crazy though, Joe? Mm. What's really crazy, and I'm going to just tell you, you have lost your marbles. If you, if you do not head on over to this Cross 20 conference. Well, the reason it's it's dumb to not get in on the Cross 20 conference is because uh, it's virtual. You mm. can get to it wherever Anywhere. you're at. Wherever Anywhere. you're at. In the, Cross 20 um, is a special live stream, con- live stream conference. It's going down December 29th and 30th. Um, and they are sponsoring this podcast. Now, mm-hmm. Cross 20, if you don't know, is is aimed at young adults, 18 to 25. And specifically, they want to help these young adults find their place in God's global plan. So it's going to feature speakers like David Platt, John Piper, Kevin DeYoung, and others. And what they're going to do is they're going to walk all of us through the Lord's Prayer. Ooh. Lord's Prayer. Boom. Now, registration is only $10 per person, which means you can afford it. You can, you can afford that. $10. All of you. All of you. And if you can't, ask somebody for 10 bucks and then go ahead and get in on it. You can register for the conference at cross20.com. Boom. So, Jimmy, when we talk about the, the people on the far left and the people on the far right, I, I get this sense from a lot of them. Right? So, think about, and maybe I shouldn't say far left and far right, but I get people on both sides. I get the impression that they see themselves as kind of like, Kind of like heroes. Mm. They kind of like feel like they're, they feel like they're really doing something big, you know, because they organize. There goes my hero. Oh, Foo Fighters. What's the next? Love. Watch him as he runs. Is no, that not, not, not. But Foo Fighters, one of the great rock bands of our generation. He is not so dumb. No. Get in on some. He just likes some fun. Okay, so stop. You're just, you just stick to your 80s chick music and you'll be fine. He likes. Green eggs and ham. Like, Hamburgers in the bun. All right. So um, I, I've, I've noticed this. Like, <laughs> so you've, you've, got, you've got people on the left who are, you know, talking a big game yeah. oftentimes. Um, <laughs> oftentimes I, I, I see these Christian people, uh, you know, calling out others without actually naming them. 
as if they're mm. d- doing something brave or mm. bold. Uh, you know, they're, they're like doing this thing, mm. and then I and then and then I see people on the on the right who are like, "Hey, we are we're gonna go gather at City Hall or wherever, and we ain't wearing masks, and we're mm-hmm. gonna sing." And and it's almost like they feel like they're standing in the tradition of Martin Luther King Jr. and you know civil disobedience about segregation and racial inequality. I'm like, bro, this is about ma- This is not the same thing. But the, the 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 hero martyr complex on both sides oh, is yeah. Yeah, embarrassing yeah. to me, and I feel like as the church, we should we should have a tremendous amount of humility and a tremendous amount of boldness mm. and a tremendous amount of unity because of what we have in Jesus and what we have in the Scripture. We actually do have access to the answers. And despite some of the different ways in which we want to address these real problems in our culture and in our country, I I think we should be able to do it with humility and boldness and unity without fracturing the church and accusing one another of being Satanists because we are struggling or are inconsistent or even wrong with a particular approach to dealing with a problem Hmm. in in our culture. So let's get back to this question. All right. Why doesn't the church talk about whatever or why doesn't the church do whatever our basic answer to this jimmy is that we believe that the church's mission is more narrow than what some other people might believe the church's mission is yeah i mean well i mean we we believe looking at scripture that is to make disciples Mm. to go and baptize to uh you know to to proclaim the gospel to the ends of the earth that is our mission now, it's not the only thing we do, no. but it is the main thing we do. That should be what we focus on. That is what we're all about. That's where we find our unity and our primary work. So in Matthew 28, you know, when Jesus is giving this, you know, essentially his last words before the ascension, mm-hmm. he's, he's commanding his disciples to go and to make disciples of all nations. He says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So in other words... The mission is to preach the gospel, to see people converted and raise them up in the faith in the context of local churches, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I had commanded you. And that is something that I think is, is largely getting lost. It is as if many Christians believe that the organized church is supposed to be this this political body that goes into the world to accomplish specific good, though worldly purposes, whereas what we see is it's the job of the church to equip the saints to do all the things Mm. that Jesus commanded them. And then as saints in the world, we do all of these things or some of these things because I I just had a really good conversation with uh, one of our sisters, one of our church members about this idea that there are a thousand great causes. There are a thousand injustices Mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in our country and you can't do them all, but we are all called to do certain things, and we all have varying passions. And I think the degree to which we understand our calling and our passions is what can help us to figure out where we're going to spend our time and our energies as individuals, but then also as a church. Mm. Because a church might bring to bear, a, a church might might share a particular burden. A local church might share a particular burden in loving their neighbor in a given context, culture, and setting. So that moves them to do something like what well, we do: clothes closet, mm-hmm, for example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because you know, some you know, listen, there are a lot of upper middle class 
uh, stay-at-home moms that don't have Uggs. And so stop. we <laughs> <laughs> stop, 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 stop. They need a second pair of Uggs. Goodness, so goodness, that, goodness. No, goodness. We, we actually have a, for years we've run a, a, a what we call a clothes mm-hmm, closet, mm-hmm. which collects very nice clothes, some new, some gently used, clean them up, and we give them away for free to people who don't have access or are disadvantaged and mm-hmm. can't afford them. And we give that stuff away. I think that's really good. But figuring out what one church is going to focus on versus another church varies from church to church, calling, giftedness, and passions. And not every church can focus on the same group of problems, right? Yeah, that's right. And so when we say that we have to be, we're called to be united to this mission, uh, I'm going to go back to, you're talking about you're not the hero, right? And Mm -hmm. And I think this is important here. If we're united on our call to make disciples, that means we support each other. Yep. Uh, in our calling to do that. Right. So I'm going to talk John MacArthur. Right. All right. So John MacArthur, Mark Dever, two sides of the same coin, right? Um, uh, different reactions, different ways of how they gone, went about and handled this whole COVID thing. The part that I'm frustrated about is I'm frustrated, or I was you know, frustrated with both of them and how they handled it. Um, but I'm more frustrated with Russ Moore and the ERLC and their silence, right? Okay. Because... Here, uh, MacArthur was left on his own to try to navigate this, this, these waters. And honestly, um, the government overreach that was going on and the, the, I would actually, I I still think unfair Mm -hmm. restrictions. Yep. I agree. Um, Russ, that's your job. Well, in all fairness, it doesn't matter. He's not SBC. Yeah. Not SBC. It doesn't matter if he's not SBC. It doesn't talk to them. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it actually impacts the rest of us as SBC churches. And he should have spoken. He should have jumped in. And I have, I mean, honestly, I haven't seen anything online. So maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I, but I looked at the website, ERLC website. I've been checking the, the, the Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything. Let's back up because I actually, I totally agree with you. It is strange to me that the ethics and religious liberty commission mm-hmm. that focuses on religious liberty has, as far as we have seen, yeah. been deathly silent yeah. on this issue. So that is a major concern for me. And we we're fans of Russ Moore. We like the fans of Russ Moore. That's, I really why, hate the that's whole, why we're annoyed. That's why I'm annoyed because like when people talk about defund ERLC at the beginning, you know, for the last couple of years, I'm at, like, the ah, at the beginning, beginning. people, you know, beginning, People have called for that because, uh, you know, Russ Moore, this and that with Trump and all that. And I was like, meh, meh, meh. But now it's like, well, hold on. What are you doing? Yeah, this is an important. This is exactly what you were hired for. Let's back up. So you you talked about MacArthur and Dever. So what are the Mm. two things that are happening there? All right. So you got, you have. For Steve McCoy, who doesn't pay attention to anything. So in California, um, they were saying, you know, they can't gather indoors. Uh, Your churches, you know, have to be a certain percentage. I think it was 25% capacity. Um, mass, all that stuff. And so they're, they're putting these restrictions upon the churches, right? essentially making it impossible, making to it impossible, especially for a large church, like, uh, like MacArthur's. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, but you had all these quote unquote protests. Yeah. Peaceful protests. Quote unquote. Yeah. Peaceful protests with no masks and all no kinds mass. of people breathing on each other. And it was like celebrated mm-hmm. and they were getting preferential treatment. Who just won in basketball? Who was that? Uh, the, the, the Lakers. Yeah. 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 The whole, no mass, no, <laughs> a whole lot yeah. of breathing on each whole other. A whole lot of breathing there. <laughs> and so, uh, listen, how John went about it, I have my disagreements on, but I absolutely respect the right to mm-hmm. do it absolutely, and to do what he felt he needed to do in the face of this government overreach yep. and this hypocrisy. 
Now, you and I, I think we would have done it differently than I would have done it, it differently. But we probably would have done. But it. I would have done it. Yeah, that that's the thing, right? Yeah. So we would have uh, implemented some safety measures and actual like. I would have, I would have done a few. Yes, yeah. I would have had a few other safeguards in place. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, yeah. I can respect the fact that he did it, and he should have done it. Okay, so now all the way on the other side of the country. Now we got Mark Dever. Uh, same thing. Government saying no, no, uh, and they just won't meet. Now, I have big problems with that. Whatever my issue was with uh, with MacArthur and how he went about it, I have a bigger issue with Mark not doing anything, right? And again, I'm not, I'm not trying it's to because you don't take COVID seriously, though. You don't it's because it's because you don't care about old and sick people, Jimmy. Overpopulation. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. But the Joe and joke. Hey, listen. So I, I think though that there's there's two things that, that that come to my mind when you're talking about this. Like so, Devers Church, and again, and I mean this in a, I I don't know how I mean this. I just mean that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. something I mean. Uh, Devers seems to be, and their church, Capitol Hill Baptist, seems to be a very ideologically driven church. Yes, they have an, a particular understanding of things, and that's how they're going to operate by. Mm-hmm. So I am a bit at a loss for the especially as we've learned more about COVID and how it works and what it does and doesn't do, that there is no gathering whatsoever. But they did start a lawsuit against the city or the mayor or somebody. Yeah, yeah. the district, yeah. And I do think that that's going in their favor, uh, last I checked. Correct. So here these two churches are going about it in different ways. Where's Russ Moore? Yep. So I, th- I still get back to that. And I, yep. again, I'm a fan of Russ Moore. Yeah, no, I like Russ. I love Russ. I, and maybe I'm missing it. Maybe it's all online. I'm working too hard. I, I don't see it. And you haven't seen it? I haven't Honestly, seen it. No. Call yeah. me out. Listen, Here, if you've seen it, call me out. Please let me know. The, t- the two things that come to mind is, number one, what John does and what Dever does, I think it's, it's, especially as leaders, we need to know what's going on, note it, assess it, have our opinions. But ultimately, let them do their thing. You focus on your thing. I mean, people getting all up in arms about what John MacArthur is doing or what Deborah is doing or what they're not doing. Like, man, that, that, I, don't, I don't have time, mm-hmm. energy, or resources to put that much effort into what other leaders are doing in their churches unless they're actually actively hurting people and whatnot. I'm trying to be much more focused on our church. So on the one hand, let people figure it out and they will bear, bear the responsibility for those decisions. But the second thing, which, which is what you're talking about is we need help thinking through this. It's your job, Russ. <laughs> you had one job. You got one job. You had one problem this year. <laughs> For real. For real. You know how important that would have been? I'll tell you right now. We have a better chance of Russ coming on than Big O. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Oh, Russ ain't coming on. I get, I'll get no, Russ on here. before. I, but I'll get you know Russ what? on here before you'll get Owen on here. Want to bet? Box of cigars. You know what? That's worthwhile. No, I'm not betting that. <laughs> five cigars. Five cigars. Well, five, five cigars. cigars. Five, five, okay. It, well, yes, it, I'll give you those five cigars. No, no, no. Five cigars. Yeah. Okay. Five mm-hmm. cigars. Uh, uh, New Worlds. Yeah, of course. Of course. Well, I, I'm of not course. your cigars. I know. That, that's twenty dollars a pop. Cigar. I know. That's why. That's, that's, that's my cigar. I know. That's seven people. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm doing that. Yeah, so. it is. It is concerning because again, um, we can disagree with people. That's fine. Like I disagree with Russ. I disagree with everybody. I disagree, Jimmy and I disagree on some stuff. It's fine. Yeah. But uh, but this was a big one. We need help thinking through it because nobody has all the answers. We all have blind spots. Correct. And you know what? You know who could have used some help thinking through? The Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Uh, and their, you, Jimmy, their release. What are you doing? No, I don't care. Take back Listen, I told you this is what we're doing. What are we doing? No, you know what? I'm on. No, we don't. You know no, how no, I am. No, no, no. I'm afraid to say things. I know you are. No, I'm not. Stop it. <laughs> 
No, listen, I get to do this. This yeah. is this is our this is what we do. I'm not afraid. You couldn't right. say your thing. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, the board of trustees uh, voted recently to. They're not going to change the name of any of the the buildings there. So why would they even consider that? Because some had been brought up that uh, uh, a number of these founding you know uh, faculty members or individuals uh, were racist, owned slaves. Yeah. Right. Um, and so they want to change the name. They said, we're not going to change the name. Right. Right. Uh, now, at the same time, though, they uh, not embrace, but they acknowledge their history. Right. Uh, and their past. And they, they own that. They owned it. Mm-hmm. They owned it, which is good. Cool. Don't have a problem with that. Third, five million in uh, scholarship uh, for African-Americans. OK. So you have a problem with um, an institution that was built by slave owners and actively denied access to black students coming in. Mm-hmm. You have a problem with them giving additional scholarships to African-American applicants. I am. I have a problem with uh, virtue signaling. Okay. Five million. Five million. That sounds like a lot of money. It sounds like a lot of money. But let's go ahead and break down the numbers then. Okay. It's what? 2800 a semester? On I average, if, no if you idea. are a, uh, I did, I, you know what? Oh. I did the math. <laughs> I thought you were busy today. <laughs> I was until I saw that article. <laughs> 2,800 a semester. If you are a uh, Southern Baptist church. Right. Right. Remember. So yeah. uh, over the, co- that's eight semesters, four years, right? Four on years average. Well, well, well from most people, probably four or five, because they're not, you know, motivated, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, that is uh, 20,800. Okay. Per student. 5 million, 240 students. Yeah, I can't do that math, but that's what that is. 240. All right, well, that's good. 240 students. Yeah, it's good for those 240. Yeah. But if, okay, listen, listen. Well, I'm listening. If you're going Why to- Why do you hate black if, people? No, that's no, what no. I want to know. I'm just saying, if you're going to try to buy your virtue, <laughs> you, need to, you need to give more. Oh, come on. How many? Come on, Joe. You know I'm right. Oh, listen, I am absolutely right in this. I just don't think, I don't think it was, I think it was a gesture and it's an empty gesture. Five million? How many? How many hundreds of millions? How much money gets ran through there? And now here's your half percent, one percent, two percent, maybe you, five. You're the numbers business guy. Uh, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Listen, I do this for a living, <laughs> where I go ahead and throw little things out there, and it appeases people and makes them five happy million dollars and gets, is five them, million it gets them off my back. But it's, there's nothing behind it. And yeah. again, okay, I can't judge their hearts. No, you're not judging their hearts. You're just uh, talking I'm, about but, them. but I'm judging their their checkbook. Here's what I here's what I've seen. I know they, it would have been worthwhile not to do anything. I, I see Jimmy. I've learned from Jimmy. I'll put it this way. I've learned from Jimmy that oftentimes a number like five million dollars sounds like a lot of money, but uh, smart companies will give five million dollars only because they know they're going to get. $50 million yeah, in return. That's it. And, and now, I'm not saying that that's what no, we're doing no, this here. This is great publicity. Well so, done. So so let, let's just talk a little bit about it, though, um, because who who was it? I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the pastor who who brought up the, the issue that we, we really should take down, Southern should take down the names of the founders from their buildings and whatnot. Um, Oh, I feel so bad for not remembering the name right now, but um, but he had brought it up and saying like, "Hey, listen, we those founders were pro-slavery. Mm-hmm. They said horrible things about African Americans, mm-hmm. and you are are keeping their names up, and 
it has to bring some sort of validity to their racism. And then others like Tom Nettles would say it, it doesn't bring validity to their racism. They were wrong on that, uh, on their view of slavery, but uh, it's bringing validity to the ideology of of theological education and the doctrines that they upheld. But then the pushback again is, yeah, but a part of that still included racist ideologies mm -hmm. and theology. So I, I, I'm not one to say, oh, this is a neat and clean thing. We can just figure this out and move on. I, I think it's really worth talking about. And in general, I'm not a big, as much as I like dead guys and theologians and all of that, um, I do think it's important that we recognize their shortcomings, their failing, yeah. failings and, and their failures. And the fact that five million is not enough. <laughs> no, seriously. It even says for the next couple of years. Mm. So, hey, man. Now, do you really think that's enough? Now, what's going to happen? What, what about what about the next generation? Uh, they don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think that the same applies for this generation yeah, right. on what you're giving them. I'm just saying it ain't enough. Yeah. So it you, ain't enough. You've you, opened the door and you can't close it. But do you actually think, do you actually believe that they should be giving more in scholarships to African-American students? No, I don't think they should have given any. Okay. I, I really don't. I, I, I don't. I don't think they should have. I think it opens up a box. And I think this is really difficult. This is really difficult to manage and to manage fairly. Um, I, I, I don't think, I don't think it's, it's, I, I just don't think it could work. I, I bet, I bet that you and I think about, I bet you and I would come down on the same, we've never discussed scholarships. No, but no. Let me, let, me, let me throw this out there and I'm going to bet that you have the same view. Yeah, yeah. So I think up the number of dollars for scholarships. Yep. Make it significant. Yep. Make it, make it hurt. Mm -hmm. Be generous, right? Make it hurt. And then what you do is that you apply those scholarships on a one-to-one -one basis, like on you know individual to individual, evaluating their circumstances and their needs. Yeah. So that oh wow, you, you have had great difficulties and obstacles that you have to overcome, and this yep. would be a great benefit to white, you. black, or brown. Right, doesn't matter. Like it you, doesn't matter. White grew up uh, in Appalachia and yep. like super poverty yeah. and drugs yep. and all that. This is yep. gonna work great for you. Absolutely, that's where I'm at. I, I don't. I think up it. I mean, and again. As Southern Baptist Theological Seminary is not that expensive, uh, comparatively. Oh, no, no. It's comparatively. Because it's underwritten right? by the SBC. So, yeah, it's very affordable. It, so, it, it already is that. So, if you're going to do it, do it and do it for everyone. But I think you've opened up something here that um, you're not going to be able to close this. What are you going to do, Al Moeller, in four years? For real. What are you going to do when, when people demand more and that money's ran out? Then you vote for Pence. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. No, but, but, yeah, I, I, but I'm being serious. What do you do? I, I, in three I years, what do you answer. do? Like that's just it. It wasn't forward thinking enough. It was reactionary, and in my opinion, it was. It, it, what do you What do you think about What do you think about that idea? Um, so, like Boyce, I, you know, I've read his abstract of systematic theology. I've read his biography. Um, I don't. I am not coming off well on this podcast. I don't. Who cares? This is what we're just talking. About. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure my conservative leanings are are finally showing. So when it's brought up that these guys had some horrible theology and they had some great theology mm -hmm. and their horrible theology reflects one of the darkest moments of American history. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Do you think they should take the names off the buildings? No. Think they'd leave them up? I think so. I, I do think so. Cause I do think that's still part of your history. It's a checkered past, but it's a past, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I think though, it's a reminder. It is a reminder of, uh, how flawed we are as individuals that despite someone's faith, they still have shortcomings and they can very easily abuse and misuse scripture. That should be a warning sign to all of us. Yeah. So I, I I think we're going to agree on this, but so I would agree with you, Mm -hmm. leave the names up. But I think an institution like Southern has the responsibility to have the clearest and most and most bold articulation of Imago Dei among all people yep. and a condemnation of racism and yes. a condemnation of their founders' slavery yep. past. Like they should be the most vocal, yep. most articulate yep. about that. I'm good with that. And then still, so like, what about what about? Um, should we go ahead? No, you go ahead. No, I was going to bring up Portland this last weekend. And what happened in Portland? No, they took out some more statues. I was going to ask you about this. So, yeah, but not in Portland. Out. I don't know. It was Roosevelt and Lincoln. <laughs> okay, that's dumb. But like, what about, because I have, Cause I, you and I was, might disagree Lincoln on this. was such a racist. You, <laughs> you, could tell, you could tell by that Amish beard. Because um, we might disagree here. Oh, here we go. Okay, I'm, I don't know. But based on your radical right wing talk all, so far, we're you, probably going to disagree. First of all, you know I'm not radical right. You are radical Right, you yeah, wanted to re- right. you wanted to you wanted to rename this episode the New Founders. That's what you wanted. The, or Flounders. I don't know what you want. Founders to do. 2.0. So when what what about the? Okay, I think we might disagree here. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Let's find out. In general, in general, I don't like tearing down statues. Correct. I don't have a problem with taking down Confederate um, leaders' statues in the South. Do uh, you? Yeah, I, I do have a problem with that. Okay, I do have a problem with that. Uh, same thing, past, checkered past. Now, the Confederate flag, I'm like, why are you flying that? I, I don't get that. That part I don't get. The, the problem that I have with a lot of the Confederate statues is, A, they lost the war that was splitting the states apart. B, a lot of those statues were built, and we know this, they were built to uh, essentially intimidate people of color. Like they were, they were built as a reminder, this is where you're at. And uh, our hero here fought to keep you in your place. So that's why, like, I don't really have a problem with, I, just, I do think it's weird. That, I could be wrong. I think it's weird that we have statues and monuments in the South to leaders who, however gifted of a leader they may have been, and however pious they may have been in their private, been in their private life, um, but who fought to keep African Americans enslaved, I find it. I, I find it distasteful. I really do. I thought we might disagree on this. No, yeah, well, we disagree. I, I don't see it that way. I, I, I really don't. I understand the sentiment. I get, uh, um, and maybe I'm just insensitive to it. Clearly, clearly, or maybe you're just overly sensitive because you're white fragility. Um, I, I, I probably am f- having a lot of feels yeah, right now. Yeah, and it's making me uncomfortable. You know, uh, but I. Uh, for the same reasons. I mean, the, there, there's a history there. There's a warning there. There's, um, I, I don't get the flag again. I don't understand the flag. What's the part. difference? Um, every state has a flag. Yeah. Yeah. But the Confederate flag though is, uh, is different. Maybe, maybe it's the same thing. Maybe it's not different or maybe, yeah, maybe it is the same and I'm, I'm missing it. I don't see, uh, I don't have a, I don't, maybe have I, don't a, I don't see the irony of my, yeah, I guess, you know, the, the, the Confederate flag seems to me, um, I don't think it has any business flying at courthouses. I think like, like, like I find that correct, weird correct. and inappropriate because it's associated with a, a, a movement that we overthrew because it was unrighteous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these were leaders and they, there was, in a sense, a, a government leaders. Yeah, right? so they, was Hitler. 
so is Hitler. Yeah. Uh, Germany ain't keeping statues of Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not. But them. they're also not a free country. But yeah, I'm going to say, listen, I'm not going to sit here and compare myself to uh, compare us to to Germany or to Italy and uh, or or when they topple down Saddam Hussein. Whatever. They, listen, uh, that's not that's not us. I'm not going to sit here and, and. But we are a a free country, a democratic country, um, with a, a right to free speech. And and, and you think and again, I, I know that you and I agree on this that we do think states. Should be free to determine what they're going to do. And Correct. if the state wants to take down the statues... And, then let them take it down. Yeah. And that, and that I know we agree on. Like, listen, if the state can come together and say, hey, uh, we're going to vote. And if we don't think these statues should be up, let's get rid of them. That's yeah. obviously... We, and we I'm fine with that. Yeah. It's the toppling down. Yeah. It's the toppling down. Right? Well, and it's also the... You know, the... the it's, it's interesting because one of my friends who's a historian talks about revolution and rebellion and about how... He's really smart. Um, and he talks about how there's always uh violence there's and he's not excusing he's just saying it's reality there's mm-hmm. always violence um there is there's going to be a measured reaction there's going to be overreaction and what we're seeing right now are the beginnings of a kind of social revolution i, th- I think i would be uh, summarizing him fairly by saying that but i'm not sure so i'm not gonna say his name uh, <laughs> steve mccoy steve mccoy um and so I, I do get that there are things that we need to address, that there are problems that we want to, that we want to deal with, things we want to solve. Um, but I, 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 I guess I'm still hopeful, and maybe I'm ignorant. I'm still hopeful that we can actually, at this point in our history, move towards these ends without violence. That's what I hope, but I don't see that happening. No, I'm I'm being serious. I, I I really think we're on that. I think we're on a path. But you but you would agree with me that we should be able to do that. Yes, I agree yes. that we should. Yes, right. I agree that we should. Uh, and now, mm. okay. At mm. the beginning, what? Go ahead. What do you? So at the beginning of COVID, mm. I remember telling Joe, I'm like, you know what? The, never mind. I want to start. It's going to be blame. Here, here's the thing. So, the, what's going to happen in November? Mm. Okay. Here's mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Go ahead. It's going to be a close win. Yeah. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? Yeah. I'm not asking who you're going to vote for. We all know that, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, who, is, who do you think is going to, if you agree with me that it's going to be close, who do you think is going to win by a narrow margin? Right. If it's close, narrow margin, Trump. It's going to be close. Trump. Okay. That's, what I, that's, that's my argument as well. I think it's going to be Trump. If it's a blowout, it's Biden. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah. I don't see that happening. All right, so what's going to happen when Trump gets elected in 20? And again, this is not an argument for Trump against mm-hmm, Trump. I'm mm-hmm. just asking, like, what is going to be the response to four more years of the, the oh, I think bad it's gonna be, I, I think it's going to be, you know, uh, the 25th Amendment or impeachment. They're going to try. I, th- I think they're, well, they're going to try. I ain't going to work. I, I mean, what's, what's going to happen in our country? Oh, I think it's going to be more divided, more hostile. It's going to be, we thought 2020, people are talking about how 2020 is bad. 2021 is getting worse. It's going to be worse. I, I agree. Which is why, <laughs> which is why we focus on the Great Commission and the, the, the call to make disciples who observe the things that Jesus taught us. And yes, we do have a prophetic voice where we call out evil in our country, mm-hmm. whether that's racism or, 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 
or the abuse of power by government officials or pastors or the police. Um, we, we do those things. We do say those things, but we also recognize that people have different political ideologies and strategies for solving the political problems. And they do so as citizens of this earth, as well mm -hmm. as citizens of the kingdom. And we don't have to be fractured. I'm just as annoyed at, at MacArthur who says, a Christian can only vote for Trump. I'm just yeah. as annoyed at yeah, that yeah. as I am the social justice guy that says, you can't vote for Trump and be a Christian. It's, both of these are just, I, th I think they are overly ideological and mm -hmm. largely ignorant. And one's right, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? We don't want to know. We don't want to know what your thoughts are on yeah, this episode. Yeah, don't come, at, don't at me. Do not don't, at us don't at, at Doc and Devo <laughs> on Twitter or Instagram. <laughs> don't don't come to our Facebook or page slash doctorate at devotion. Don't go there and talk to us or about this stuff. Please do not head over to the website doctorate.com and there hit the contact us and don't leave. do that. Don't don't send us a message. But what can from they there. do, Jimmy? You can go online mm -hmm. and give us that honest five star review and uh, get some gear. Get some of that gear at joefostore.com. Yeah, get that T-shirt. People are gonna. <laughs> You know what? I'm, we're gonna get <laughs> this some is what happens. We're just talking. We're just talking. Hey, you know what? On Monday, you can all be happy. On Monday, we'll be back in the catechism. Mm -hmm. We'll be talking about the doctrines, yep. the, the truth. Yep. We're gonna get all into mm -hmm. it. We're gonna get on the issues of piety. I'll make fun of Republicans again. Yeah. Okay. We make fun of everybody. Listen, I like to make fun of Calvinists. Yeah. Jimmy likes to make fun of Republicans because I'm more Calvinist. He's more Republican. That's your that's your confessional identity. I think is you are. In fact, your 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 party, it's not red, it's orange. Yeah. Fresh pot every Monday good. and Thursday. We've also got blog posts and videos. Uh, Wednesdays and eh. Fridays, whenever they're uh, up. That kind of happen. All right, guys. Later.